Hello, and welcome to the special episode of the Nerdy Podcast. Over the next several weeks, and that's six to be exact, because we actually did have to go and count it. It's only six. Um, we'll be live every Monday at fb.gg slash nrdy, recapping the Falcon and Winter Soldier series from Disney+. Plus. The series has some big shoes to fill after everything that took place during the events of WandaVision, but, you know, I'm feeling pretty optimistic so far. Um, so without further ado, let's dive into what happened in the episode titled New World Order. So, Furby, why don't you take it away? Uh, so at the beginning of the episode, we see that uh, we actually hear the the end like the end part of Endgame where Cap is basically asking Sam how does it feel in regards to the shield and he's like it feels like it belongs to somebody else which was I think it's very poignant to the to the show but at the start of the show he is basically handing over the shield to the Smithsonian uh for the Captain America exhibit that's already there uh, if you remember from the Winter Soldier you know, that's where Cap was and, like, he grabbed his costume from. Um, but it goes from there to... Um, sorry, I'm a little sleep-deprived. <laughs> but uh, at the Smithsonian, he basically makes a speech about, like, um, the world needing new heroes and, you know, what the symbol really means. And he's talking about the shield and what it truly means and it's actually a pretty good speech in regards to that. And then, if I remember right, because I watched it a couple days ago, uh, then it switches over to Bucky, right? Um, and that's when, like, sorry. It's I'm all really good. Bad. Let me let me let me jump in for you. Yeah. Sorry. You know, so we have before we go over to Bucky, um, you know, Captain Rhodes comes in, which was I I feel like I knew that. Was, is Captain Rhodes or General Rhodes? I always forget what his actual title is. I don't remember off the top. I thought it was Captain. We'll just call him Rhodey. Rhodey. Let's call him Rhodey. <laughs> Let's just stick with that. Keep it simple. Um, so Rhodey actually has a nice little cameo here. And I don't know if he actually has recurring. I try to stay off of IMDb and not let things be spoiled for me as much as I want them to be. Um, I will spoil nice... it for you. <laughs> He has a nice little uh, cameo in the beginning and he sits there and talks with the uh, Falcon and is just like, you know, the world is in turmoil and chaos, like about all these, like everybody returning from the blip and from the sap, um, you know, all of that, those people returning has kind of taken its toll on society um, in kind of great um I'm blanking now. It's contagious, Herbie. <laughs> I can't help it's, it. It's just kind of taken over everything. And so part of that we've seen actually unfold in WandaVision where Monica Rambo, Rambeau, oh my gosh, I'm not going to be able to speak now. It's I've, I've become aware of my speech problem tonight and it's just downhill from here. But, <laughs> you know, it is very infectious. Um, but we we saw all of this unfold in WandaVision where Monica Ram Rambo, um, she is in the hospital and she's coming back from the blip and she is kind of confused and tries to walk outside of the room where her mother previously was five years before that. And you start to see all this chaos unfold of people like being unblipped or unsnapped or whatever you want to call it just in the middle of like operating rooms and it's just chaos you know and with spider-man far from home um that was the the last one right yeah 
Um, I think we did see a glimpse of some of that where they made it kind of very comedic where like tuba players were being like unblipped in the middle of a basketball game and it was very haha funny but we never really saw those real world like consequences and effects and like the drama that actually unfolded from it because there's definitely a lot more to unpack than just a few comedic moments on screen um which also two points one what happened to the people that got snapped while they're mid-flight when they got blipped back and then two what happens with two people if you got blipped back into reality but someone was standing in your exact spot yeah there's there's a lot to unpack there and i don't know enough about physics (laughs) to talk about infinity stones i am not qualified in that regard um but yeah, so so we've seen this new side of the blip that previously wasn't present in the Marvel Cinematic Universe at all. Like, um, it hasn't really been talked about because there really hasn't been a point post-Endgame really yet to to have those moments and have those discussions. Um, yeah, we so haven't be- seen the whole, we've seen like with WandaVision, we've seen like little, I guess a little pocket of, of, of the world in that sense of like what happened after the everybody came back but we haven't seen the long-term ramifications of everybody coming back and what it means you know yeah and this did a really good job of kind of solidifying that second kind of doubling down on what we saw in wandavision just you know like with wanda specifically at least in that regard and i don't want to go too far off topic you know yeah she came back it had been five years for everybody else but it had been moments for for her and she never had a chance to process her grief and process her trauma and um i think falcon got blipped bucky got blipped too right yeah both of them got blipped yeah so so realistically where they're coming back you know they're coming back like nothing's changed and we actually do see that unfold and I don't want to jump too far ahead into the conversation just yet but we do see that unfold where they're coming back like you know nothing changed everything's fine um but it's not um so before I go down that tangent um I did want to actually touch base on Bucky Bucky's nightmare really quick at the beginning of the show um you know, we have this flashback scene. We're not really sure what's happening at first. It definitely is a nightmare. They make that clear. Um, but it it starts out with him as the Winter Soldier. Um, and it's a flashback nightmare scene where he is carrying out one of his missions. And, you know, it definitely gives that sense of kind of how ruthless he was in his past profession, whether he was brainwashed or actively believed in the mission where it was like, leave no witnesses, leave no survivors, whatever it may be. Um, He kind of wakes in that cold sweat from it. And he's still living that assassin life, sleeping on a hard floor with just a blanket and like nothing else. Um, But it really kind of shows this new perspective that really hasn't been in cinema in generally speaking, not even just Marvel where, you know, he carries his burden with him and this past haunts him. And it's all that PTSD and guilt he carries throughout his day to day. To a certain extent, they, they kind of have touched a little bit in the Marvel in, in the winter soldier, in the winter soldier, uh, there's a scene actually, that's actually kind of reminiscent to this where like, uh, 
Sam is first meeting uh, Steve, and he makes a comment about, like, you're having trouble sleeping, huh? He's like, yeah, yeah, I am. And he's like, uh, you, you, you're out there for months sleeping on the dirt, and you're using a rock as you as a pillow, and then, and then you know, you get back here, and then you're sleeping in a bed, and like Steve is like, and it and it feels like you're sleeping on marshmallows. It just feels like you're just gonna sink into the bed and stuff. But then I thought that like that was actually like, kind of like it's a it's a. It's a uh, my brother's ex military or technically still military. He's reserves now, but like that's definitely something that he's like been like, yeah, you get used to not sleeping on a bed. I like his bed feels like a brick. <laughs> he's like he's like I like this. It just reminds me of being out there, and I'm like, and it's it's like a, I I kind of like the the fact that it's not like a that they brought that up. It's like a small little little touch that it's like that realism that I was just like, it's that's a true thing, you know. So I don't know. Yeah, I, I think what I'm trying to get at is more of just the guilt um, that he carries with him, you know, because yeah. in Winter Soldier specifically, he was a bad guy. Yeah. Um, obviously, the that changed, you know, the captain was able to kind of break him down a little bit and get to that inner person who was still there, not just the shell who was an assassin. Yeah. Um, and so we do see, though, all of his actions, you know are coming back to haunt him. He even carries that book around with him, which at first, you know, it's kind of like the the old assassin book. You pull out your little black book, you got your names, you cross them out, which yeah. is still kind of true to that old character. But in this but sense- But he's trying to, redemption. It's a book of redemption at this point. Yeah, it's everybody who he needs to make amends to. Yeah. Um, so it's interesting. He does, so I'll, I'll add a little more context there is we, we find out shortly after that, that he's receiving therapy as a condition um, for his pardon. Yeah. Um, so, you know, he's going through this and this is part of his healing process, like to overcome his guilt, to overcome the trauma that he's not only inflicted on others, but that he has to live with every day. Um, not necessarily a survivor's guilt. That would be the wrong word. I'm, I'm failing to think of the right word. I think it's sort of like almost like a, a kind of like a, a, when you're in like the 10, like when you're in the 12 steps for like a, for addiction. One yes, of steps exactly. Is you're, supposed to, you're supposed to make amends with the people you've brought in your life. And that's kind of like similar in that sense, you know? Yeah, he, it, he's he's kind of going through the steps almost um, I don't know how much therapy he had before this, but you know, he's there. I'm guessing he's taking... <laughs> Hydra was not really big on therapy. Just <laughs> yeah, I, I don't. I don't think that was uh, something in their benefits package. <laughs> um, one thing though, I did want to point out, and I think I saw this on another website. I'm failing. I don't. I don't know if it was Screen Crush that brought it up or not. Um, but it's something so important to call out here is that Bucky receiving therapy post endgame, um, you know, as a, it's a condition of his pardon, but he's also, you know, um, the Avengers, the government, somebody has made that effort to reach out to him and be like, you know, we want you to get help. We want you to make amends. We want you to be a better person, to be a part of the Avengers and to continue your work here. Um, it makes WandaVision so much more tragic. It um, really does. Yeah, it, it really, like, and I know that the whole Marvel Cinematic Universe is kind of out of order right now. Um, you know, WandaVision wasn't supposed to be the thir- first thing out. It was supposed to be, I think, just Black Widow. Yeah. Um, and then it was supposed to go into this, and then WandaVision, and then 
um, Doctor Strange too. Yeah. So, you know, everything is kind of thrown out of order, but in, it still goes thanks to stand that, yeah, thanks COVID. It still goes to stand though, that stand though, that this show was, takes place at the same time as the events of Westview. So it's not um, it's timeline. Technically, technically, I think it's uh, a few months after Westview. Uh, I was watching uh, New Rockstars and we were talking about the fact that like uh, Endgame happened in October. Uh, WandaVision was I think like December-ish, January. And then this is technically supposed to be March in, hmm. the, in 2023 or 2024. I'll definitely have to go do some more uh, due diligence on that one then. Yeah. Uh, um... New, New Rockstars mentioned that, that it's like... Uh, this is like months after the uh, after the whole um, WandaVision like hex like anomaly and stuff like that. But the question they... at hand is: question is, does anyone outside of Westview actually know, and the government know about Westview, or if it's still like a we don't talk about? They it must. Kind of there must be something else then, because if all the shows originally were supposed to be swapped in order, um, yeah. This should have came, like, at least release-wise, come um, before WandaVision. So they must have made some kind of last-minute cuts minute and adjustments. changes to yeah, they might have, they some might of have, that stuff. They might have done something where it's, like, originally, like, they were going to say that, like, Winter Soldier was, like, a six weeks. I think it's, like, six weeks after Endgame. Uh, it's one WandaVision, and maybe they just changed it at the last minute kind of thing just because of COVID and all that's, this e- going that's on. even more tragic now if, if that's supposed to be how the timeline plays out because if you have WandaVision taking place in December and then you have this in March you know Bucky has been receiving therapy that whole time yeah. and Wanda just has had no attention outside of the events in WandaVision um, yeah. nobody reached out to say hi or hello you know she's kind of alone and suffering this immense grief that she never had a time to process because she was blipped and then unblipped yeah and you know that five years doesn't pass when you're uh, dust in the wind <laughs> literally yeah but... <laughs> literally dust in the wind which also like it, you were talking about the world of being in chaos after the blip and stuff like that if you think about it it's like Think about, like, the people that lived through the five years. You know, they had those five years to get adjusted to that new world. And then everybody that wasn't blipped, or that was blipped, coming back to this new world that's completely different, like, is just... Yeah, Imagine being in a coma for five years and being told, by the way, XYZ has happened and you've been in a coma for five years. It's kind of like that, you know? Yeah, there's been similar instances, too, of, like, you know, people go into rehab or they go into prison and then they come out after a certain amount of time and the whole world has changed. There's new technology, there's new, like, ways things work, new vehicles on the road. Like, it's, it's almost in itself a shocking factor. And so imagine, though, having to have grieved the loss of these people and, like, then for them to come back, it's, like, you know, that's probably a really good relief, but, like, if you've gone through those emotions, like, it's got, there's a lot to unpack there with all the different layers of, like, I I am not a psychiatrist. That's above my pay grade. (laughs) Um, 
So one thing, since you did actually mention it, I'm going to jump ahead a little. We got all our notes here on a, a page. Yeah. Um, I did want to jump ahead, though, because you did mention the blip and the chaos and all of that stuff. And I feel like it ties really well into the topic of the Flag Smashers. Um, so just some context there, you know, um, we do meet Taurus and it doesn't yeah. seem like Taurus is going to be who he is in the comics. Um, yeah, he's supposed to be not fully, at least he's supposed to be um, a replacement for the Falcon in the comic, but I don't think that that's, uh, I'll yeah, get to that point later. I'll get to that <laughs> point later, but they, they might, they might, but, uh, maybe not in this series. Yeah, but, I don't think they're going to do it the way they did it in the comics, where he, like, gets some injections and stuff, because his character is technically the, the Red Wing or whatever it's called. Yeah. Um, he, he's the... He takes, little, over, like, well, he, takes over, he takes over Falcon. He takes over Falcon's, uh, at least in one of the comics, he takes over Falcon's uh, as a Falcon, because that's when uh, Sam becomes Captain America. Yeah. Uh, but he actually has like actual wings and stuff like that because of uh, experimentation by the power broker, if I remember right, which is something that I'll get to, I guess, in a little bit. But. Yeah, and he also had, um, I'm trying to think of what it was, the little, like the red animatronic fly <laughs> mechanical the red, boy, <laughs> the drone. Yeah. The little thing um, Falcon has, I can't think the name Red of Wing. it right now. Um, wasn't that supposed to be part of his character in the comics? I don't remember off the top of my head. I wasn't right. really too acquainted with with uh, uh, with his character, Taurus's character, to be honest. I just remember reading around that time, and I remember that he took over. Uh, All right, we'll, we'll do some more research on that one yeah. and get back. Um, but so in this episode, we do see that Taurus has kind of like a tip, like his ear to the ground. And he, he finds out that there's kind of this shadow organization, shadow group operating called the Flag Smashers. And they kind of use like AR dark web technology. Like it's actually kind of cool. <laughs> Not going to lie. Cool. Um, it's almost like, you know, how you play Pokemon Go and you use like the real world AR and you can like see like the Pokemon, except they're doing like red handprints for like. It kind of reminds me of like the geocaching stuff. Like we're like. Yes. Yeah. Where like people will leave like specific like codes in certain areas. And it's like your job to be like. Mm, yeah. Bam. <laughs> You know, there's the code with the coordinates. Yeah, so uh, they're, they're operating this way. And from what we understand at a face level value, and there, there's not much more than this, is that they thought the world was better when everyone was blipped. Yeah. Um, that's all we know currently about what their mission might be. Um, but we do see them actually carry out like kind of a heist sort of thing where they, they organize everybody to come together. Um, and, and then act they as like distraction. Yeah, and act as a distraction for when they steal what I assume is just big bags of money. Yeah. It could be something else, but it uh, looks it like, like they're it seems like it's just money and it's uh some people have suggested that they're they're robbing uh from criminals uh due to the fact that like it's in Switzerland and Swiss have been known for like having like offshore accounts or whatever and like having like secret money and people laundering money and stuff like that and uh some people have, have speculated that that's going to be like it's going to tie in with the whole uh uh manipur like uh, in one of the trailers they're like walking through a club and it's supposed to take place in manipur which is manipur is like a fictional uh 
a fictional place in the MC in the uh, the Marvel universe. Uh, and that, like, that's an like, important place too, because isn't that where Wolverine like goes to like hide out for a bit? Uh, yeah, that is one of the places of Wolverine has hid out, and that's also been like a, a it's like basically like a. I think like we a lot of like new- triads and like gangs and stuff like that and stuff like that and a lot of shady dealings uh, happen there. I think we found who our new Mephisto is for this series. Oh my god, it's Wolverine. Wolverine! He's coming. <laughs> um, Jackman, please. No, I know it's not Hugh Jackman anymore. It's just Deadpool. <laughs> it's just Deadpool. I mean, um, Ryan Reynolds has signed for Deadpool three, or they're working on it, aren't they? Uh, I think so. I think they're almost done with it. Um, I know he's been doing a lot of series online. Like he did a Snapchat series recently. So he's been busy, um, which could indicate he's kind of going through a cycle of pumping out a bunch of work and then is going to go on a hiatus for a bit. Maybe we'll see. see. Um, But yeah, so the Flag Smashers, one important thing there that we haven't touched base on yet is when we see the big guy carrying the bags he's got he's got those nice guns and not actual guns like his arms um he just straight up punches one of the guys and that guy goes launches him yeah like when you hear like that straight to the moon like family guy reference like he could literally punch somebody straight to the moon like there's no holding back with that so we we get a glimpse at um they definitely have some power to what extent it is whether it's like you know they're superhumans they're mutants they're experiments or test subjects maybe they're tied back into more of the Strucker ex- experimentation we have no yeah, clue with yet this, with the with the super soldier serum and stuff like that because let's not forget that technically the the Hulk movie the Edward Norton movie is part of the MCU no it's not yeah, don't is. you dare say that it's part of the mcu not the eric banna one the eric banna one is not uh but from my understanding, i just absolutely hate it. but i mean we have seen that uh the same actor that plays uh thunderbolt uh ross it's the same actor uh it's the same dude that plays him um and we saw in that movie that they were using uh, a variation of the super soldier serum to make abomination. And some people have suggested that maybe that's what it is, that somebody's got their hands on, on the super soldier serum or a version of it, a diluted version of it, which is, explains why this guy has power. Uh, another theory is, so uh, at the end trailer, at the end credits, this is where I was going to come back to. Uh, the end credits, there was a thing that says, like, uh, the power broker is watching or the power broker is uh, uh, coming or something like that. I don't remember exactly off the top of my head. And, like, the power broker is basically, like, uh, this dude that basically, like, has the ability. He's the one that made, uh, actually, uh, uh, what's his name? Taurus. They made him into in the comic book. See, if I remember right, he made made him into like the bird creature. Um, he has the ability to like basically like genetically alter people into make into giving them superpower and super strength. So some people have suggested that maybe the power broker is uh, involved with the flag smashers, and he's giving them powers. 
you know some people like i said some people are like no it's a super soldier ser uh, serum and it's like a watered down version of it which would explain how um how at the end we have the new captain as well yeah i i think the super soldier serum is probably the most realistic answer yeah. um especially because we do know that people were trying to imitate it and like continued like we know that, you know, Bucky is the result of that. We know yeah. that there's others out there and that they've continued to try to do that. Um, yeah. I think that's the most likely option. Um, I do feel like Marvel has been like kind of teasing us a little bit with just like on the tip of our tongue, like mutants. the word mutants. Yes. Yeah. I don't see that happening, unfortunately. As much as I want to, I feel like there's been a lot of red herrings, especially WandaVision has, you know, let's face it, the, yeah. the Evan Peters cameo definitely was a red herring and they knew it. Yeah, <laughs> they absolutely but I mean, like, they, knew it. But they somewhat have already introduced it with Spectrum with uh, Rambo gaining her powers and stuff with that. And we don't know yet if that is going to be a mutation or the X gene coming into play in the MCU or if it's because of her exposure to like the radiation and the infinity stone and stones or because of like the fact that like she used to be she grew up partly with Carol Denver around her you know like you know maybe she had an influence you know the radiation of her had an influence on you know the people around her and stuff like that so like that could be it but I mean like I think yeah, they're we... just kind of playing the playing the water right now yeah, we also still don't have an answer as to what happened between Monica and um, Captain Marvel either. Yeah. So, you know, maybe something happened there. Maybe there was more that we don't know about what happened with her life with the scrolls. Like, you know, that that's for another conversation. Yeah, that's <laughs> definitely. A conversation. Um, I do feel, though, like they've been teasing it enough where it's not fully a red herring, though, anymore. Like, yeah. I feel like mutants could happen, but I feel like, is it the likely option? Probably not. Um, I think they're mostly just kind of testing the water to see, like, how excited people would be. Just because, like, think about it this way. The last couple, was it was it Fox? Fox, right? Fox had the, the rights. The last Fox movies did horribly. So, like, while the MCU and Disney has the rights to the, the word mutant now, again, it's like, do we do they really want to, like, throw that in right away or just see if there's hype in regards to it? Oh, yeah, there, there'll be hype whatever they do. <laughs> I know, but I mean, like, the last two movies say otherwise, you know, but it was also Fox, so... Um, I did want to touch on pace on something in regards to more with the Winter Soldier. So when Joaquin got in introduced and they were sitting at that bar, well, not introduced, but I guess after the whole, like, the whole action scene and everything that happened with, like, uh, getting the colonel back or the general back, uh, they're sitting at that bar and, like, Joaquin's just asking a lot of questions. Like a lot of questions. He's like, "Oh, where's Captain? This and that. Where's the? Where's uh, Captain America? Where's Steve Rogers? You know? Oh, you speak Arabic? Hmm. That's that's interesting. That like, there's a part of me that feels like, why are you asking so many questions? <laughs> like, I get it. He's an Avenger, 
and like that's exciting and everything but at the same time you're asking a lot of questions and it makes me feel like especially because that was the same scene that uh where uh, sam is working on red wing and he's like oh i feel like every time the tech guys down in the military uh touch red wing like they just mess it up more and it's just kind of like is there a connection between like like you know is the military purposely like messing with his with red wing and is torres like trying to get information and like actually like maybe a spy or something or another you know what i mean like it's it's one of the things where it just seems kind of like a shady behavior to do yeah i i felt like it was more like genuine kind of nerves trying to play it cool because he also starts asking super conspiracy things at the end he's like is he in the moon is he in the moon moon?" (laughs) (laughs) so like it it felt like one of those like i spend a lot of time online and i'm sitting here next to you like can i ask you all these questions hi hello (laughs) like it's just like prying it didn't really feel like spyish it just felt like more like fanboy meets like I wrote a fanfic about Captain America being on the moon. Will you sign it? <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm just, I don't know. Maybe I'm still have a little bit of leftover kind of like suspicion after the whole WandaVision and all of a sudden it was Agatha all along. Are we going to have, it was Taurus all along? You I don't know? know if we'll necessarily have that. I feel like with Falcon and Winter Soldier, like, I feel like there will be some surprises and twists, especially yeah. because the source material that they can pull from they can pull from anything they want. And what we saw with WandaVision, they kind of pulled little pieces from all these different comics to make them relevant. And I think they'll do the same with this. Yeah. But I feel like, you know, unlike WandaVision, I feel like at least Falcon and Winter Soldier so far, and we're only one episode with 50 minutes of content yet. So yeah. don't don't quote me too hard on this. Um, oh, I feel like it. it's a lot more like linear storyline. Like it's very straightforward. Um, they don't more try grounded. to do a lot of, yeah, it's grounded in reality. Whereas WandaVision, you know, she has her chaos magic. There was always chaos happening. There was kind of all these layers to unpack I feel like we're gonna get kind of a more face value story and that's not a bad thing especially yeah, after no. the roller coaster we just had with one that's true I think it's gonna be more like a like a mystery buddy cop like kind of show yeah I'm not I'm not sold on the mystery part of it but who knows I think it's gonna be you know uh buddy cop meets kind of drama um yeah. like more rooted in those original like captain america like the first movie like that very kind of um general yeah (laughs) 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 uh yeah um we did see though um taurus took a beating yeah so if he was a spy, he's a really damn good one for taking a beat in there. I mean, to be fair, there's been plenty in the MCU where like people pretend and or like in shows, not just the MCU, but shows where like people play the the double part. You know, like they pretend like they get their butts kicked, but in reality, they were just working along with them the whole time. You know, so I don't know. I just I just had this like kind of like an unnerving feeling in regards to him and asking all those questions and especially with like the the fact that we don't know is Steve still alive? We don't, I don't know. know. They they, <laughs> it, they 
they it sounds like he's dead but no one has said yeah he's dead there was a funeral we saw him die you know his close friends and family were with him you know no one no one said anything you know so it's like yeah no like, nobody knows just yet so yeah. um, and I'm, I'm wondering I, if we're gonna have that answered i don't think he's dead um, i don't think so either I feel like I'm torn on it actually I feel like if he was dead they would have done like you know maybe like Falcon would have took the shield and like placed it on his casket like there would have been something ceremoniously but I feel like they also you know they don't have to do that like it can be implied and be tasteful about it yeah Um, I feel like it's that would have been news that the whole world would have known you know it's like you know like a hero died like the world would want to know and mourn. I'm wondering because remember with Endgame, Captain went back and he lived his life, and he was like, he came back out looking like Joe Biden a little bit. Like, <laughs> I'm not lying. Like he actually looks a little bit like <laughs> Joe Biden at the end. That makeup, <laughs> but like, so he comes back out. He's like a hundred or whatever. Yeah, I don't know. Um, he's lived his life. He got his gal. You know, he's very happy with where things yeah. are at. I wonder if the Avengers told um, everybody that he died in action and he's yeah. just living out the rest of his life as an old man somewhere. Yeah. You know, that's true. Or for all we know, the like the whole world doesn't know that he is an old man now. You know what I mean? Like for all we know, like the world thinks that he's still like young and spry and not know that he aged, you know, to he's like ninety something or whatever he is supposed to be, you know? That could also like we, we see a lot of patriotism and it kind of looks like we're teetering teetering into some like probably some nationalism with the the u.s agent coming into play like who knows what's gonna happen there but like i i feel like though when you take it from like at least that lens like if they showed like captain america saved the world but now he's a hundred year old man like that would make america look weak and so maybe they're like hiding something like you know maybe he's on the moon (laughs) he's on the moon so but we're we're we've been talking for a while and i don't want this episode to be longer than the actual episode you don't um, want to do a 52 you don't want to do an hour and a half on a, on a 52 minute episode or a 50 minute episode i probably could i feel like i shouldn't yeah <laughs> I, I do we, want to actually touch base though on um u.s agent what's his name uh john walker John Walker. All I could think of was his uh, his actual name. What is it? Wyatt Russell. Wyatt Russell. Yeah. Yeah, he's Kurt Russell's kid. Oh. Fun fact. Wow. Um. So yeah, I I did want to touch base on that because at the end we totally see just kind of like knock off Captain, Captain America, America, like squished face. Like it reminds me of the meme when people are like, "Hey, can we, mom? Can we get Captain America on the way home?" Mom's Can I get like, McDonald's on the way home? It's like we have McDonald's at home, and then it's like the McDonald's at home is like yeah. that—that's what he feels like to me. It's just like we have Captain America at home, the Captain America at home, and he's um, and he's gonna be a completely different like 
he's going to be a completely different Captain America because if you look at him, uh, if I remember right, he has a gun. He has a gun when I'm he pulls up. I'm going to have to look up. that up now. Yeah, he has a gun that. when he pulls up, when he comes up and stuff like that, and like he does the whole wink and then like, ugh, gross. He has a gun on him, you know, which is something that Cap hasn't had like a gun since what, World War II? Yeah. Holy crap. He's got a whole holster he's brought Yeah. So like, um,. see yeah that's uh i did not catch that that's a really good catch furby um that changes everything because i know captain america like really had this whole like you know kind of like try to be as peaceful in your negotiations as possible yeah you know like try to keep the peace minimal harm minimal damage like all of that um he was trying to be a level-headed character and to see you know it's essentially Captain America's legacy spat on right now because, you know, Captain America didn't carry a gun, um, at least in recent times. Um, So it'll be really interesting to see that play out. Yeah, exactly. Like he's definitely going to be a completely different Captain America. And at that point, it also makes me wonder like, uh, is he actually going to see any action or if he's just like, are they just propping him up like in the first movie? You remember the first movie he was doing the plays and like the bat, the U.S. Bond plays and stuff like that and selling bonds. It's like, is he actually going to see any action or is he just going to be, you know, a poster boy? And if he's going to see any action, does that mean that they've given him a super soldier serum? You know, because... You know, if you expect someone to be like Captain America, you're not just going to just give Joe Schmo with no, like, special abilities or anything like that, you know? Yeah, I, I do have to wonder then, you know, we know we saw Bucky's book. We saw some names of people he wants to make amends with. And wasn't it, wasn't Zima on that list as well? Yeah, Zima's on that list. So I wonder how he's going to play into this if it does turn out that um there's not a fun name for fake captain america <laughs> here i don't have a fun nickname we for him just, just yet call him for us he's us agent to me he's always going to be us agent or he was also known i think as super patriot at one point and i'm like mm, that's even grosser yeah so i think they might US... lean off of that a little bit right yeah. now uh u.s agent i'm gonna call him u.s agent yeah so we have john walker and if it turns out he does have the super soldier serum um i wonder what that means in terms of like what zima's been up to yeah because i thought in the last time we saw him and i could misremember he was close to death like almost died and then kind of went to hiding well he was about to kill himself and then, uh, if I remember right, at the end of Civil War, he was about to kill himself, and T'Challa uh, uh, basically stops him from killing himself, and like tells him that you know uh, you can't die because you need to make amends. And last I last I saw him, you see him, he's in that supermax prison uh, with what's what's that actor's name? Uh, he was in. He plays, oh my God, 
the British guy. He played in Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. He was also in uh, Black Panther. He's the liaison for the American government. I can't remember his act, the, the actor's name or the character name. You're going to drive like, me crazy right now. <laughs> I know, I know, I know. I do it so well. Um, but he basically, at the end of the movie, he's locked up and that, that, the US, that guy was basically like, how does it feel to know that you failed? And he, like, Zemo's like, but did I? Did I fail? You know? Like, he accomplished what he wanted to do, which was, you know, break oh, apart the Avengers. I know who it is now. I forget his name as well. Um, it's, oh, goodness. It's, uh, he was um, Sherlock Holmes's sidekick in yeah. the Benedict Cumberbatch series. We're closer to a name here. <laughs> I need some, like, game show music while we, like, rack our brains for this. Yes. Okay. I ex- I do remember that scene though. I'm gonna wait till you Google his name, but um, I I imagine that might have laid some of the pieces for him to potentially- Martin Freeman. There we go. That is that's it. I feel like that might have laid the pieces where he's like, "Did I fail? Like maybe he worked something out with the U.S. government to get pardoned, but in exchange for the pardon, he has to work on their science experiments or something like." Or maybe he has to he give a, up intel, like something. I don't think he was a scientist or anything like that. In like, I thought he did. He dabbled with some experimentation. Oh, did he? All I or know like is brainwashing. He, uh, maybe, maybe. Because we I saw him remember. do a lot of one-on-ones with Bucky. I thought. Yeah, uh, like a few. Just like the, the 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 initial activation reactivation of the Winter Soldier uh, programming, and then like. Uh, that's really about it. That would imply that he had a hand somewhere in the process of the super soldier serum, whether it was training the people or like... It also would make sense to a certain extent because it's like, how would he know, one, about the Winter Soldier? Two, how would he know to get where to meet, like, find Hydra agents to get that? And specifically, those Hydra agents that had the book so he would have to have some kind of tie. I'm not going to know. I, you know, the common person is not going to know where to go to find, like, ex-spies and stuff like that. Yeah, you know? so it seems like it's possible there's a bigger connection here between um, Flag Smashers, Zima, and U.S. Agent John Walker, dude. Like, yeah. it seems like he might be kind of the the master of puppets the guy behind the scene like pulling I, these strings i wouldn't be surprised in the comic book zemo has been known to be like the mastermind of behind a lot of like plans he usually he he has like fighting ability and i don't remember if he has any kind of like special powers right off the top of my head which i think he does uh, but uh, he has been the mastermind in the comic book so i wouldn't be surprised if they gave him a bigger role like that in this show possibly so i'm here for it i'm here for it honestly like i i wasn't ever really invested in the captain america series all that much up until the winter soldier movie like i didn't really care for the character um i feel like you know when they start to pull in a lot more of the gritty kind of like conspiracy like everybody like the hydra stuff like they pull that out from under the rug where it's like hydra has been in shield all along like even if you read the comics you knew but yeah you know 
if you didn't, it's like, ooh, this is getting Pull interesting. Pull the rug your feet, yeah. Yeah, so I, I feel like, you know, we might see a few of those reveals throughout this series, but honestly, I'm excited, and it seems like it's going to be a lot less exhausting <laughs> to have to, and like, then go spend 60 hours researching what could happen in the next episode. <laughs> That's a good point. <laughs> <laughs> Did uh, you have anything else to add on this? No. Um, I, I feel like I need to see more just to maybe like, I have a few more theories, but I think I need to see more before I make those theories just because it's like, we have to see who comes back and who doesn't come back. If somebody else is going to like play a bigger part, uh, a uh, bigger part, you know? That's fair. Yeah, I am, I'm all in. We even got, like, you can't see it behind me because I have this wonderful Falcon and Winter Soldier backdrop on my Zoom call. <laughs> but um, on our TV over there, we put Hue lights on, like, behind it. So it sinks Oh, yeah, you sent me those pictures. It was the coolest thing to watch Falcon and Winter Soldier and have, like, with the action scenes just, like... <laughs> like all the lighting go off and like it's awesome and it totally makes like the viewing experience at home that much more immersive this is not a sponsorship by the way but if you if you want to send us some lights by all means like you can email us hello at nerdy.co um <laughs> but anyway i think that's a good spot to stop that's our yeah. show for today it seems like a good spot yeah, so thank you all for tuning in. You can listen to this on Spotify if you want to hear more of our beautiful voices. Um, we are trying to plan out the exact time, but the plan currently is every Monday. So we'll give you the weekend to watch the episode and digest. I think that's a fair ask in this day and age. And then yeah, Monday. you know what? If they, if, they haven't watched it, uh, if they haven't watched it by then, then, you know, spoiler alert. Yeah, so Monday on Facebook and Twitch, so fb.gg slash nrdy and twitch.tv slash nrdyco, so nerdyco. Um, you can join us there, and we will be doing these live every Monday. Um, until did you have then, to think about it for a moment? I did. It's exhausting. Everything is so exhausting. Thanks, COVID. <laughs> I want, like, a thanks, COVID shirt. Oh, my God. <laughs> I would wear that. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But anyways, until next Monday, thank you all for tuning in and we will see you next week. See y'all next week, y'all. Y'all. <laughs>